0: Betches Media presents Betches Moms with hosts Aileen Drexler and Brittany Levine. Get ready to lock yourself in the bathroom or wherever else you hide from your kids because you'll literally never be alone again. Hello and welcome to the Betches Moms podcast. I'm Aileen and I'm Brittany. And what is up, Brittany? I feel like the intro, I need to, we need to come up with something different than die starts tomorrow, first of all, but because it's the same, I go, hello and welcome to, and I just like fill in. We need like a, like a, like a, hey, <laughs> what's like, what a mom say? <laughs> um, hey, hey. <laughs> what's the mom language? Hi, um, how are you? Um, yeah,
1: no, 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 no. Um, what's going on? How are you doing? How are you feeling? I'm good. Just same old exhausted. And um, that's really, I'm going to my baby moon this weekend. I'm so excited. Oh my gosh. Where are you going again? You told me. We're going to Montauk. Oh, yes. We're staying staying so local. Nice. We were supposed to go to Rhode Island, which is like three, ou- three, four hours from here. And when I told my doctor, who's like completely a non-alarmist. So when he said to me, like, you might want to go somewhere closer, I was yeah. like... Okay, well, how many, how like, you're, not, you're probably not going into labor. Uh, 34. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so like a month away, really. And yeah. um, he was like, I don't think you're going to go into labor, but you could and like, you'd make it home in time. But do you want to sit in a car for three hours while you're in labor? Like, not really. So we switched to Montauk. Right,
0: Montauk's not not three hours. I mean, it's three hours from the city. It's, right? it's an hour two and a half
1: hours. from May from you. Okay. Oh, that's with no traffic. And like, yeah, no traffic. Hopefully there
0: will be no traffic. Okay. Got it. Right. I I am thinking city train times. I haven't been to Montaugan. So like, no, I think I went in the beginning of like when the pandemic was like, when you were allowed to, When did I go? Oh my god I literally have no idea Montauk's great
1: <laughs> I, Yeah I, I haven't I, drank I it In Montauk in a while <laughs> Yeah I, I Montauk's We go there like Once or twice a summer And I, I'm comfortable there I know where we're going Yeah um, Has a lot of outdoor spaces Which I like Cared most about um, And Yeah I'm just really looking forward To having a weekend I'm happy for you Thanks It's exciting Time to What's going on online. with you
0: um, what's going on? I don't know. It's just a bunch of va- very random things. I've been like I got really like sick last week Like I thought it was just c- pregnancy congestion um And I you know, that's a thing apparently, you know, yep, I do <laughs> and um, like I was sneezing like crazy and I literally thought I broke a rib You know because you can't breathe in and out as yeah. the same way and It was crazy. (laughs) Let's just say like, I really thought it was, uh, I like had to go to a doctor, but I was fine. Anyway, this cold persists and it is not just congestion. And I have a full blown, like just cold. And I just want it to go away because I cannot breathe. (laughs) And now it's not just sneezing. I'm coughing. And and my mom is like, you could break a rib. So just be careful. Like from coughing.
1: (laughs) That's and, cr- I didn't realize you like actually could do that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, so are you taking anything? I, well, not, well, not really. When I, when you get up, like when you're sitting, like there's nowhere to cough from. So right in the middle of the night, if I'm like all of a sudden have a fit, like I'll have to get out of bed to stand to
1: cough and then I'll scare the shit out of Rusty. He's like, what's going on?
0: <laughs> <laughs> He's like, what?
1: You know, all these like little things that you think aren't a big deal, like it just becomes so difficult to do so when you, difficult. once you like can't move.
0: It's so true. I'm having trouble nowadays, like picking things up, like I'll drop
1: like something in the middle of dinner. And I'll just be like, yeah, that's just gonna <laughs> stay. Yeah, you're at the point where it's when things go on the floor, they're staying there, and someone else could do it. Yeah,
0: like Rusty looked at me. I'm like, yeah, I can't get that. <laughs> you're gonna have to get it, or or Science
1: is eating it.
0: Like, there's no, right. there, right. there's no, there's nothing left for me to do. Um, but yeah, I've been feeling fine.
1: <laughs> Other you, than all of these things, um, you can take. Um, like a cold, like specific medication uh yeah i heard there's some that i could take my doctor told me because i i had a really bad cold a couple of weeks ago i was allowed to take sudafed without the d no d yeah <laughs> and um did he say flonies? and i think flonies. i
0: think like afrin or Flonies, i could take yeah. So yeah, my, my problem is is that I hear these things and I'm like, yeah, yeah, okay, I'll go take them. And then I go to the store and they don't have them and then I just give up. So I'm right. <laughs> like the CVS next to me just is not great. The other thing that is weird is that I went to my gyno and and she told me like the opposite information. This is a different gynecologist. I saw uh, like somebody else in the practice, not the one that I love. And she <laughs> told me some like like opposite info. And I was a little bit, concerned it made me a little bit she told me like I could take like no I don't want to put her on blast but she told me I could take like a lot like Tylenol cold and flu and like I could take like all these meds that have I looked them up it said like there's phenylephrine in it which is decongestant and like I can't take that and she goes, the only one you can't take is Sudafed and I'm like and then I like was like I thought you can take anything that doesn't have to be congested. I'm so confused, and so I just got more confused. And I just was like, I'm taking nothing, and I'm just suffering.
1: <laughs> so it's not I the feel way like to That do. just goes to show. It's just like you have, you- Everybody has a different view. I know. I'm sure there is like a strict right or wrong, but you just have to trust your doctor there's different like
0: classes of medication yeah. and some are like considered really safe and some are considered like questionably safe and there's like levels right. of it like ABCD right and um, that's that's just what I'm learning from that but whatever it's a whole shit show and I'm fine I'm just gonna like figure it out I'll take some Afrin I took Tylenol because that's one I feel good about and like yeah <laughs> Because you can't take Advil. We know that. Yeah, we know we can't take Advil. We know that. That's all we know. It took yeah. some like cough suppressant. That was okay. Because I think you oh, could yeah, take, uh, take Robitussin. Okay. Right, exactly. Yeah. Same info. Good. I'm Without glad. the D. No D, Without guys. D. <laughs> 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 Don't get the D. Um, And so, which is the thing that got us here, pregnant in the first place. So that's where <laughs> I'm at. But I think we have a really fun conversation today, which is also very related to what I've been going through. So this, this weekend, I just learned what an au pair is. I had no idea it existed. But Brittany, do you want to share what we're talking about
1: so people know? Yeah. So today we're going to talk about daycares, nannies, au, au pairs. What are the differences between all of them, the pros and the cons? Because I know when I was first going through this, it was a very, very hard Situation and decision for me to make and I know Aileen is going through that right now and i'm sure Many of you are going through the same thing, especially if you're Going to be a full-time working mom and you need the child care What's going to be best for your family situation?
0: Right? Yeah, I see. I don't know what i'm gonna do like I thought, especially like when cost is the biggest factor in yeah. all of it, because nannies are double the cost of mm-hmm. daycare, but sometimes your, your life or your work schedule doesn't allow you to have daycare. And so it's like such a important decision. And then the, also the, on top of that, the stress of like wait lists and finding a nanny and like the timing and how long in advance you have to make this decision that is pretty daunting as well. And like how to make this decision. Like, so I'm going through all of that currently. I did find a really good take care though. And, um, I did sign up just as a way to make sure I
1: have, you know, an option. Like I don't feel like desperate. Um, so yeah, I was going to say, because I I was in a similar situation, I didn't know what I was going to do, and I had signed up for a daycare that was pretty competitive, and I literally called them when I think I was like eight weeks pregnant. I'm not even kidding. Really? Yeah. And they didn't have an opening. This was for Oliver, obviously. didn't have an opening for him until three months after I was returning back to work. Right. So at that point, I needed to find a nanny. I was like, I'm going back to work. So, and I'm, this is the only daycare in the area that I want to use. So we ended up um, interviewing a bunch of nannies. And um, I have to say, from my own personal experience, I had a lot less, I had, I have a lot less anxiety with him being at a daycare. Really? Yeah, and like of course, cost comes into it. You know, like a nanny is a lot more expensive. But you hired a nanny. You're saying you did hire a nanny, and after experiencing
0: that, yes, and that also, and then you switched him to daycare. You're saying right when you got off the wait list.
1: So I knew that I was still like, unless I like loved this nanny and I was so happy with the situation, I knew he was then going to go to daycare. Um, once I sent him, so many, I I just felt uncomfortable with the idea of one person being fully responsible for my baby like yes Mm. I had nanny cams and I know some people opt not to have them um I did have cameras I was able to check in we lived in an apartment at the time like there wasn't much for them to do or or many places for them to go um But even if they went for a walk, I'd constantly be watching the camera. Like, when are they going to be back? Are they back yet? And then like the second I see them come through the door, I'm like, Oh, sense of relief. And again, this comes to the down to finding somebody you trust and maybe it's a trust issue thing. I don't know. And I'm, and there's obviously tons of people who don't feel this way because they have nannies they're obsessed with, but I just love the fact that now, like and now he's still out of daycare. Um, that he had not only one person watching him, but you have, especially the school that we're at, um, you have directors, there's a nurse on staff. There's Mm. just an entire team of people that I know, God forbid, like he's safe. Right. That's a good perspective. Actually. I haven't had that, heard that one yet
0: because obviously I've been going through all the pros and cons of like both. And my biggest con with daycare to me it's all pro in daycare Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. if if the schedule was flexible (laughs) like if the scheduling was flexible and and i can and and if they're sick there isn't like a sick infirmary that they could just stay in until i can come get or my husband can come get them like if that was the case daycare no no issue because also they get like there's it's like school they like learn even as Mm -hmm. infants there's stimulation and social stimulation yes um that said like the scheduling is very difficult Mm and the and this they get sick a lot Mm -hmm. they're they're exposed to more like, you're, like the, the the woman I was asking about the their COVID policy, and we can get into like the things to ask because I also had no idea. I had to ask my sister-in-law. She also loves, she, Shira loves a good shout out on this podcast. Um, yes. Hey, Shira. So- Hey. <laughs> so- like she gave me a, like a list of questions to ask them. And she, I asked like their COVID policy and she's like, we haven't had any like issues, but we do like the thing that you're going to see is like ear infections uh-huh. is the number one thing that, you know, it, but it's normal, but it's, it's common. And so like that is hard because um, Rusty can't go get, he's working in a hospital. He just like a leave. And right. I'm the one with the more flexible schedule, but still, if I'm in the city, I can't, like, how am I going to (laughs) leave? Or if, like, I'm recording a podcast, I can't just, you know, up and go. Um, If I have to work late, like, how does that work? So that's my challenge.
1: I don't know if you remember when I like the first year of Oliver's life, there was definitely like a handful of times I had to leave and go because Oliver had severe ear infections all the time and he was getting sick a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I do remember which, you were like, can I, can I do my I And I'm like, go, oh, just go. Don't even tell me. <laughs> it's like it, you know, and it was like, that's a whole other thing because then you have like other internal conflicts, but um, it's, crazy. And like the sick thing is real. They, and my doctors had said it to me, you know, they're going to get sick a lot more frequently in their first year being at a daycare. But then the pro to that is they won't be getting sick as frequently as kids who are starting school build up your immune system. They're building up their immune system. And, um, you know, it's, it's something you have to think about. It's something you have like you're saying, Rusty's at a hospital. What's your backup? Do you have a backup? Like is there anybody that could help you as an emergency? Like these are all right questions to ask yourself when you're looking. And on top of that, well, I think I do have a backup. My my mother-in-law and
0: my mom, but my mom's getting my work her work schedule crazy. But my mother-in-law is near ish by close enough right. Right. that I could possibly ask her. The other thing is like people don't even realize like many people, my dad asked, even Rusty asked like, Oh, so when do you do go to daycare? I'm like, what do you mean? When? Like when you go, have to go back to work. They're like, so when they're like three months old and I'm like three, four months, like, yeah. And (laughs) they're like, I'm like, what did you think? And they're like, well, I don't understand. What are they doing there? I'm like, well, what are they doing anywhere? It's the same thing. But but (laughs) at the same time, from, I had the same questioning. I got in under, I didn't, I didn't grasp that. But Uh from now, from a, from the perspective of being pregnant and like, Imagining have to drop it, have to drop this baby that I've only had for like three or four months off somewhere else, not in my house, scares the living shit out of me. Like I have so much anxiety thinking about yeah, that. Valid. And yeah, I don't. I I'd, I almost rather just stay home forever, but I can't.
1: <laughs> right. But I'm so that that part really scares me. How do you deal with that? So I definitely had those same fears. And with Oliver, it worked a little bit in my favor that um, I had to have the nanny first because by the time he went back, he was, I think, like five and a half months, almost six months. And at six months is when they get their flu shot, which is what I cared most about because the flu is a big thing to consider. Um, And especially now with COVID, it's just another layer, Um, even though we know things um, here in New York are getting better. Um, with this baby, he'll be going at four months, but I have, because I have these same fears, the way, if I go the date that I think I'm going to go and come back to work, the date I think I'm going to come back, um, it kind of falls in between four and five months. So my mom is probably going to help me. I, I feel lucky to have that. Um, She might help me for two weeks because that's really the time. And I'll send him when he's five months, which I feel um, lucky to have. And I feel better about. Um, I, I can't say sending a kid at three months, four months is really, really difficult. And I think that's more of a a thing that you have to think about yourself. What I what I will say, if you pick a school that you trust and you're happy with, you know their policies and you've spoken to other families that have had amazing experiences, you'll see that your child is fine and they're safe. Mm-hmm. And you'll always know what's going on. Most of the teachers will stay in touch with you, or the schools will stay in touch with you, depending on where you go. They might have a picture gallery where they constantly send pictures to you. Um, yeah. Every child has their own crib. They're not sharing cribs. Um, well, that's something to ask actually. Not all places have that. I guess you're right. Not all places have that. I truthfully, I've been to three daycares. Mm, really? Um, one, yeah. Cause we lived in an apartment in another town. So we were there for a year, which I did love. And um his teacher actually ended up helping me out a little bit in the pandemic she was amazing and um then we went to a different one when we moved to our house because the one that i wanted didn't have any availability for him until 6 months from when we needed it. Oh wow. So he was at this new daycare for a month and then the pandemic happened and he was home so he i ended up switching him to this other daycare in September. Mm-hmm. So um, the one that we were at when we moved to the first one that we were at, when we moved to our house, um, they had their own cribs there. The And the first one, actually all the daycares, they each had their own crib. Yeah. So, it, but again, it depends where you're going and you have to ask them.
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah. I do feel like the one that I, that I, chose like I got my friend who lives in the area has sent her two kids there and she says they're so good they're great like the facility is amazing people there are great there's like only maximum eight infants in a room and there's like three teachers
1: to yeah. to that to the class, the class, the class, the group of babies. (laughs) That's actually important information because you want to ask them what their child to teacher ratio is. And in every state they have specific guidelines for this. Right. So you want to make sure that the schools are following these specific guidelines. New York, it's one per four.
0: Yeah. And so they, yeah, one per four kids. So two per eighth. Yes. So so this one has three, so that makes me feel good. There's like another one covering.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Um, but then I think about like, you know, nanny life. <laughs> Having that like luxurious nanny life and like have it like n- not even just somebody who's there and then leaves, like then there's like the live-in nanny, right? And she cleans your laundry. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like as a, again, a working mom, I barely have time to cook my dinners. Yeah, I'm not a working mom yet, but like as a working individual, yeah, um, I don't have that much time to prioritize cooking my dinners or like just. And I can only imagine how much more time my split is. My time is going to be split. So like that, that life sounds great as well. And but then, then I think about the then the con of having someone just live in your home that just
1: changes the dynamic of your like marriage. Right. Like I, I, this is a personal thing. I don't think I could ever have somebody living in my house. I just personally, I'm not comfortable with it. I have friends that do it. I know a lot of people that do it and it's great. What do they say? What do they say? Um, they say that, you know, some people, they just like don't think about it. Some people, they, they feel like someone is living in their house. Like you can't walk around in your underwear. You know, you have to like censor yourself sometimes when you're talking. Like you, right? you know, there's someone who's not an immediate family member living there. So that, you know, it's based on like how you actually feel about that. The other thing that's good for the ma-
0: your marriage is that you could like say like, oh, I'm going out to
1: have a date night. And yeah. you can freely do that because your child is with somebody you already know and trust. Yes, that is a total pro. And my friends that have people living, in their houses, they have so much more freedom. And like, even on the weekends, like tech, like typically they have the weekends off, but a lot of times, you know, if they're living in your house, they might still be there and you'll be like, I'm going out to dinner. The kids are sleeping mm-hmm. and they're just like, okay. Right. <laughs> you right. Know? Like right. An adult is still there. So you definitely have major, major flexibility. And you know what you said about the cleaning and the cooking and the laundry. Well, you first of all have to make sure that your nanny is open to this because not all right. nannies are open all. to doing that. Um, and you have to pay, like you have to pay for that. Yeah, you have to pay for it. And, yeah. you know, money talks, obviously. <laughs> right. And um, that's a huge plus. I, I will say like having to do all that is a pain in the fucking ass. Like, <laughs> and I'll, doing it while commuting. I truly don't understand how I dropped Oliver off at daycare and was on a train by eight o'clock to come into the city and then like coming home, going into my car, picking him up, bringing him home, making dinner, bathing him. I don't know how I did that. I'm going to have to do it again, but I, with two kids this time, but like, I actually don't know how I did it. Yeah. But I think you just are in this mindset where it's your life. It is what it is. And then it just becomes routine. Like you don't think about it. Right. Until you give in to get a nanny. <laughs> until you get a nanny. Right. But I think but like it's Yeah, no, I get it. No, that's a it's it's so yeah. It's it's amazing to hear. But there also is the option of an au pair, which again, you're still gonna be living with the person. And for those of you who don't know what an au pair is, it's a um it's an exchange program and it's usually a student from abroad who you're sponsoring to stay in your house you're paying them, but it's much cheaper than a nanny because you're paying for their experiences. You're sponsoring their visa. You're giving them room and board. And they're also child care professionals. Oh, Um, they are. Well, actually I take that. I take that back. I take it back. There are sites that have students that are child care professionals. Like you could pay an extra for that, but they're not, sorry, they're not trained in that. But I think you can request to have like CPR certification and stuff like that.
0: Right. Okay. So I just learned about this au pair business this weekend. And that was my first question. I was like, okay, so this is a young person. First of all, I don't need any hot young girls. To be in my house. Sorry. I sound like a literally like, like, oh, no, like true. it's the fifties, but like, no, but no, say they're not, say, say they're not say whatever, like say, take that out of the equation. My first question <laughs> is, so they're young. I can't, my brother's 21 years old, right. Or turning 22 next week. Happy birthday, Josh. Um, (laughs) I can't like imagine him taking care, like say it's a woman, doesn't matter taking care of my kid. Like he has no fucking clue what to do. And so like, um, my question is what's their experience with childcare? Like how am I supposed to trust them? So even if they know
1: how to give CPR, like cool. Have they done that before? I think there's different levels And it depends what's There's so many different sites you could go to Um, But I mean I've heard really great experiences And I've heard of not so great experiences I think it's the same as a nanny You kind of have to All I envision is just coming
0: home And this girl is doing fucking TikTok dances Like in the nursery. (laughs) Like mom, look what I look what I learned today. <laughs> look what I learned today. And this baby is just like on TikTok. Like that's all I see happening. So I don't think I'm going the op pair route, but this convo has given me a lot to think about. Like I didn't think about the whole like lots of people, like your first point, which I thought was really interesting.
1: Yeah. But um and that's yeah. my number one honestly. And I feel like there's so much more we could talk about in this and I feel like we should maybe get some experiences from the audience and we could talk about that on another episode. I'll post something on stories and everybody could write in what they think about this.
0: Oh, yeah. If anybody, if everybody's listening, like definitely, yeah, Brittany we'll put up the thing and you share your experiences or your opinions. Obviously, no, no judgment. Like, don't like guilt us to any of decisions anybody makes. Just share your thoughts of like pros and cons, maybe unpopular opinions. We'd love those or any like yes. crazy stories. I want to hear crazy stories. Do we want to hear crazy stories? Yes, <laughs> no. Yes, we do. <laughs> maybe like crazy, funny stories, not crazy like, oh, my God, I'm don't feel put- don't, don't inst- scare fear us. In us, please. Yeah, please.
1: <laughs> But um, yeah, definitely share that. And also there's so much more to talk about the hiring process, the questions to ask your potential nanny or an au pair and what to ask when you're going on a daycare tour. There's like, this is literally hours and hours of conversation. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So now we're going to play a game inspired by our friends over on the up podcast and um if you're familiar they play red flag deal breaker yes. and it's become very famous i feel like even like across all of our brands but like we have a game out that you could buy it's a lot of fun um and we're gonna call this game mrs doubt Higher. so aileen very clever each question is a nanny red flag or nanny deal breaker okay
0: yes but it's nanny mrs doubt Higher or mrs doubt Mrs. Doubt Fire. Yes. You can Those are the, the terms we're gonna use. <laughs> okay.
1: Yeah. Okay, I'm ready. And um, if we say doubt hire, you might have a red flag there, but doubt fire is like absolutely no way. So that's like the deal breaker. Yeah. Doubt yeah, hires red flag fires yes. d- deal breaker. Yes. Okay. So the first one. In their interview, they say they require the fridge to be stocked with specific foods and you could only get them from a specialty supermarket. So do you Mrs. Doubt hire or Mrs. Doubt fire? Um, It
0: depends on if their request is reasonable. Like if they have like a severe allergy or like okay. really like, like dietary restrictions due to like religious reasons or... Anything that seems fairly reasonable and it's not crazy expensive. Yeah. I think that that is fine. So So you have
1: like some red flags there,
0: but like I don't. Yeah. Like I don't need someone so high maintenance. Yeah. to To the extent where it's like absurd, unreasonable. I think reasonable and unreasonable is my is my fence so i think i would doubt higher skeptically but doubt higher what about you i agree with that i agree it depends on what it is like if she's kosher like okay i get it like you're kosher i'm not gonna not get you kosher food you don't eat meat okay i get it like i'll make sure that i get we get vegan or vegetarian or whatever food but like I need this specific like cabbage
1: from the store. <laughs> like, well, Like my my friend it. had a baby nurse who requested like charcuterie. <laughs> <laughs> like that's up. ridiculous. Shut the fuck up. Yes. Like a charcuterie plate delivered. Yeah, she wanted she wanted like cured meats. <laughs>
0: She's wait, like, wait, um, wait. did she require like deli meats, or she required a charcuterie plate where you need to like put them out in a specific way?
1: No, she wanted like she wanted like salami and um, prosciutto. Like, like, and, like oh, and she requested like a specific brand of seltzer. Like, she only—I think it was like bubbly or something. Like, she only wanted a specific <laughs> brand of seltzer. It's like, come on. Wait, so did she doubt hire or fire her? She actually doubt fire. Well, she doubt hired. And then a couple of days down the road, she doubt fired. Oh, wow. So this yeah. is like a real life
0: scenario. Holy shit. Yeah. Wait, that's hilarious, though. <laughs> yeah. Please, my um charcuterie board doesn't have enough flowers on it. Please uh, redecorate. Where's the, fig jam? <laughs> Where's the fig jam? That is the key to a good charcuterie, I must say. I agree. I agree. All right. Next one. You look on the camera and they are napping, but the baby is napping, but it's in the bouncer and the TV is on. Mrs. Doubt Hire or Mrs. Doubt Fire?
1: I have to, again, like, I feel like if my child is napping, okay. Oliver did nap in the bouncer a couple of times and like, I wasn't opposed to it. Um, but if he was like, st- I wouldn't be happy if I saw that the bouncer was facing the TV and I knew they were just laying there watching TV. Did she fall asleep before him? Like, right. I, I don't know. I feel like I would want to know these things. I would be very skeptical and I would wait to see if it was something that kept happening. And I would also probably bring it up. I would talk to the nanny about it and ask her probably not to do that. I would be okay with the nanny laying down if the baby was safely napping in his crib. Right. Or I was going Yeah, I agree. Um, but in other situations, I don't, I think... It's kind of maybe like a one, two, three strikes you're out type of thing. Yeah. So if it was the first time, Mrs. Doubt higher. If it was the second or third time, and I already spoken to her about it, Mrs. Doubt fired. Hard agree with you. Hard agree. Uh, All of those reasons, but also pointing out that
0: confrontation is another con of having a nanny because you have to do this like like conversation that's a very uncomfortable while you're managing an employee. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes but it's like awkward because it's not like it's like your opinion
1: it's your opinion and but it's also like your child so then you're like gonna go away and be like oh my god do they hate me they're taking mm-hmm. care of my
0: child uh-huh Exact. right but the, there's the difference between an employee because like what the, the retaliation is not yeah. great <laughs> yeah um, yeah
1: all right so 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 next one during the interview process, you notice they have a tattoo of a weed plant on their arm. Mrs. Doubt higher or Mrs. Doubt higher? <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, this is funny. Like to me, no
0: problem. But clearly it's a way of life. But if they're a professional, okay, this is what I would do. I would just suss out during the interview process if they're like a very professional nanny. And if they like are and, you know, you're just passionate about marijuana in your free time totally fine. However, if you're a living nanny, like you just say, Oh, Hey, I noticed you're dead too. I'm so cool with that. You know, I'm a cool mom, but (laughs) you know, I'm hip, (laughs) you know, but all the nine, what's the nine one one. Um, however, like I would appreciate (laughs) (laughs) clearly I'm so hip. I've lost my edge, Brittany. Um, so I would just, I guess,
1: Ask, like, don't do it in the house. (laughs) So, like, is this something you do like before bed? Like, do you join or like what? Like, what is this? Right. Like, are you vaping before work? Right. There's questions to be asked. But how do you even ask those questions? Like, is that inappropriate? Because I feel like if they're, first of all, okay. If they're wearing a shirt exposing their tattoo of their weed plant, I think it's very valid to be like, I noticed that you have a weed plant on your arm. Do you smoke a lot? (laughs) And see what they, I think that's so valid. Do you engage in dope?
0: (laughs) Are you? Are we like so uncool? Like I smoke weed, but I just, you know, if it, it, I wouldn't get it tattooed on my body. Like that would require That's
1: another level
0: Yeah, like that would require Like a passion That I don't have for marijuana But then again Like I have a strong passion For martini Like you don't see that On my body (laughs) You know, I've always thought like My question is, you know, when does like a dad Become a dad, you know, like a guy Become a dad, yeah. or, like when a mom Like when a, a woman become like such Like a, like the quintessential, you know Like mom, you know, the mom jeans And you know, like
1: that, Yeah. the cliche Like I see it happening <laughs> it's, it's slowly, it's, it's Happening before my eyes actually <laughs> I'm there But like I'm watching you turn over
0: Oh my god,
1: I'm so uncool all right, so wait, what are
0: we doing? Are we doubt hiring or firing? I i would say doubt hire because she's probably
1: really cool. And like, honestly, weed smokers are chill. Right. Yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> you're like, it's like, if it were other drugs, I mean, probably that's doubt fire. I'm going to go ahead and say doubt fire. But like, if yeah. you're like smoking weed here and there, like you're probably really chill. And yeah. You could handle my child. Probably. As long as it's not
0: on the job. Exactly. All right. I'm down with you. I'll doubt higher. (laughs) That
1: was really funny. (laughs) That was really funny.
0: All right. Now it's time for No Mom Guilt presented by Heineken Zero Zero. It's not just another
1: non-alcoholic beer. It's an alcohol-free beer. This podcast is all about being honest and real about life as a mom. We're also not interested in mom guilt. We all do stuff that we're worried others will judge us for, but you don't need to feel guilty for any of the shit you do as a mom.
0: Brittany, I think
1: you have the floor today. What are you feeling guilty about as a mom? This is like so a topic that's going to make me cry that like, I think I need to just like rush through it because <laughs> I don't <laughs> want to be fast, like, I've mood got to t- <laughs> here. A lot, of, a lot of ups and downs on this episode. Um, okay. So, my biggest guilt right now, and I've had my entire pregnancy, and I know so many people have written in about this as well, so I know I'm not alone, um, is just the idea of bringing another baby in the house and not being a family of three anymore and being a family of four. And I think I mentioned on an episode, an earlier episode that um, I had this really bad guilt about it in my first trimester and then it kind of went away in the middle because I guess you're at that point where you're like, oh, I have time like it's mm-hmm. fine And now, you know, i'm a month away and every single moment that I get with oliver i'm like, oh my god, like w- When am I gonna have this un- Uninterrupted time with him or like when he asked me to put him to bed like and lay with him Like I feel bad saying like no, I have to leave do so something like hey, let me like take this time in with him and I just don't know how it's going to affect him and I don't know how he's going to change from it. And I know giving him a sibling is literally the best thing I could do for him. I'm being um, one of three girls, like I would die without my sisters. So I, I just, I lean on that knowing that like, this is, it's not a bad thing and this guilt will go away. But um, for right now, like thinking of all these moments as like last moments and knowing that his life is about to change so much, like kills me. Right. And so it's just that's like a daily battle that I have.
0: Is the guilt around the fact that it's your your fault, quote, fault that you're bringing this this new child into the into Oliver's life Um, or is it about the fact that you're worried that he's not going to have as much time
1: with you both. Like I know, like, especially like I plan on nursing and like, I know how time consuming that is. So I'm just like imagining like every single I I'm imagining like having a baby on my boob and Oliver being like, mommy, come play trucks with me, come play hide and seek with me. I'm going to be like, I can't. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to feel so bad about that. And I know he's like, He's like the bossiest, most demanding kid ever, and I could just see him like pulling the baby and throwing him, being like, "No boob time! Like, let's go play." Because, <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, he does that with my phone, so I'm gonna see <laughs> that he sees that in the same way. Um, but yeah, I think it's all those things. Just like knowing that I created this, and that he like doesn't he doesn't understand, he doesn't know, and right. that our our times together will change.
0: You know, you're giving him a brother. He's going to be he's going to forget all the other stuff and he's going to remember that and he's going to have fun with the brother and the brother is the is the distraction from all the things like is there but but is there anything that you've read because I know you Google everything
1: that yeah, that helps that like helps you cope with this guilt. So, I mean, I, things that I have read is just having them be as involved and in, as possible and like asking them to help you with things and even like getting them ready to, before like talking about it all the time, like getting them a doll to like, maybe they want to like bathe the, the doll or like change the doll's diaper or feed him and then like have them do those things with the actual baby. Like, do you want to help me feed them if when I'm like actually pumping and giving a bottle do you want to feed the baby do you like you know help mommy do this and then also making sure that you have designated time for you and the other sibling like like mommy and oliver are gonna go on a date to get ice cream tonight Mm -hmm. like just mommy and oliver and like making sure that i create time for just me and him and like maybe it's possible that i can continue to do um a bedtime or the morning routine or whatever it is. And like, that'll be our special time together. But just like making sure that I am able to carve out time once a day to, to do something with him.
0: Yeah. I think I heard, I heard the same thing as like, make sure you go on dates sort of, Yeah, or make dates with that person, <laughs> with, with the person, make dates with the, with the kid, yeah. with the other kids or kid. Yeah. Um, but I would have like, I would give yourself like some space because I'm sure the first couple few months are going to be torture and I would just focus on as much as you can.
1: Yeah. It's just another layer. And like, it's all, it's like so much of the unknown, like obviously so many things are going to change once I'm actually in it. And like, same for you, like once you're actually in it with your first child, so many things are going to change from like what you're expecting. So, but it's just like, you know, when you think about all these things, you don't know what to expect and it's scary. Yeah. And then you
0: think the worst, then you feel guilty for them before you even experience them. And it turns into a cycle, but, but right. it's good that like a lot of, if a lot of people are feeling it, you know, you're not alone. And yeah,
1: uh, yeah. it's rough. It is, but we'll get through it and I'll, I'll let you guys know what happens? <laughs> well,
0: thank you again. Thanks, Brittany, for sharing. Thanks again to Heineken Zero Zero. You know, when you really want to enjoy that happy hour, but also really want to get a quick workout in with Heineken Zero, 00, you can guarantee you'll crush that workout. It's not just another non-alcoholic beer. It's an alcohol-free beer. The brewers at Heineken have very kindly removed the alcohol and potential regret,
1: but kept all of the good stuff so it still has that taste you love. Now you can enjoy a cold one whenever you want and actually raise the chances of you making it through the workout slightly. And did we mention it's only 69 calories? So get ready to sweat and give it a try. Pick up a pack of Heineken 00, Zero at your local retailer or get it delivered to your door. Must be 21 or older to purchase. Please drink responsibly.
0: And that is it for this episode of the Bachelors Moms podcast. Please don't forget to rate, review, subscribe and follow us on Apple and Spotify and follow Betches Moms on Instagram. And don't forget to go check out the Instagram. Brittany's is going to put up a um, a little prompt to share your nanny, daycare, au pair stories. Please no horror stories. We're scared of them. <laughs> Funny stories. And you can follow us. I'm at Aileen. Brittany is at Brit Rich. And remember, there are no rules on this podcast. I'm not like a regular mom. I'm a cool mom, right, Regina? Please stop talking. The Betches Moms podcast is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales-Pico with hosts Aileen Drexler and Brittany Levine. Editing by Stacey Wong. Social media by Brittany Levine. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow us at Betches Moms on Instagram and send us your emails to moms at Betches.com. Betches.